Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. The best part is that, like, mostly free. Like, all the good tools and the rankings and the and the projections, they're free at HashtagBasketball.com. And sponsored by, as well, ThriveFantasy.com, a new way to play daily fantasy. If you like prop betting and you like daily fantasy and you like winning money, go to ThriveFantasy.com, use the promo code WTB, and you will get $20. $20 bonus if you deposit $20 or more today, ThriveFantasy.com. I am your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's going on, Tyler? Michael, another great day, another great who do I draft, whom do I draft, when do I draft, if I draft. I'm not, you know, there might be proper grammar to be had here. Uh, whom do I draft, whom whom thou, thou shall I draft is potentially the proper way to say the, um, the name of this episode. But today we're going to get right into it. If you've been listening already, shout out to you. If you've been following us um, on Twitter, uh, then you know that we have a Twitch channel right now, twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. I've been doing some mock drafts on there. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash watching the boxes, where we're breaking down the preseason games. But for our loyal listener fan base, the people demand whom shall thou draft this morrow. Today we are thou drafting. Oh, should, we, should we get should, now? Should we give away one secret? Uh, preseason person and, and talk about how Steph Curry looked in his first preseason game. Cause oh, I've been, yeah, let's go, let's go for it. I've been getting some, some blowback, you know, that, Oh, you know, is he a top five player? Blah, 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 blah. But Michael, this is going to shock you. I'm, you know, know what I'm going to say, don't you? Steph Curry. Hey, I don't, I don't. Good at basketball. Sh- shocking. I know, isn't it? It's shocking. It is 100% shocking. You're trying to tell yeah. me that the guy who was once uh, uh, unanimously the MVP of the league is good at basketball. What they don't have is the insane spacing that they once had, but Steph Curry going to be really good and going to be really good in pretty much every category. So don't really care that he shot three of 10 in his first preseason game. Steph Curry going to be really, really, really good and could easily be the number one player. Like, we don't say that about everyone, but he could be the number one player in fantasy this year. Could happen. Yeah. I I um, was about to just kind of like lay, like lean into what you're saying, right? And since we are going to be taking uh, Steph Curry for just joining us for the first time, we do a 12 team snake draft and we build a head to head team, even though you should be playing Roto this year around yahoo's adps steph curry is definitely a first round pick we pick most of the people from the first round i still think james Harden is the first overall pick we've done the turn now we're going to go right in the middle steph curry is 5.9 so i'm going to round up to six we're taking steph curry at six i've seen him fall later i've seen him be taken earlier and i'm going to do you one better for a sneak preview because we always do bold predictions right before the beginning of the season Tyler, and I'm giving a sneak preview to all of you about this bold prediction. Steph Curry scoring title this season. Oh, that's spicy. That's spicy. 
Um, I can see it. I can see it. How many players average over 30? We had two last year, right? I think two. Just two. So Curry's going to top 30 this year again? He's top 30 already once. Uh, we, so James Harden, big fat question mark around him. Actually, three players, Bradley Beal and Damian Lillard, both barely average oh, right. over 30. Lillard with his crazy, like, what was it, 50 a game there in the seeding games, topped it. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, is is it is it out of is it out of the realm of possibility? And, and that, like you're saying, we don't really like just say, hey, this guy could be the number one player in fantasy. Um, Steph Curry broke the league one time in 15-16 when he averaged 30 points, over five threes, over five rebounds, and six and a half assists with two steals. Now I don't know if those two steals are ever coming back, right? But if he's 1.4 steals and he's dropping, you know, 32 a night and hitting five and a half threes. Maybe could he could he hit six threes a game if they just give him the green light? For a whole season, probably not. But I mean, he could for a, a stretch, I think, for sure. I mean, like, we've seen him go on those tears where he hits like, you know, 50 some percent for you know, 10, 15, 20 games in a row. Absolutely. Um, I I think it's in the realm of possibilities if they just give him the green light and say, hey, get, who cares about winning games? Just get 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 wet with it one last time, Steph Curry, and he just jacks threes and shoots, you know, as many shots as uh, West, Russell Westbrook shoots on a on a regular night. Um, I think it's it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Is it probable? No, but is it within uh, reality? Is it within our standard deviation, our bell curve of reality? Uh, yeah, I, I think it is. Well, and this Warriors roster needs some some pop too, right? Like they need that extra scoring because they don't have Clay Thompson, and you know Kelly Oubre is fine, but he's not the scorer Clay Thompson was. I guess you could say Wiggins fills that role, but I mean there was one point right where they had Curry Thompson and Durant, and Jeremiah Green is scoring me. So, um, yeah, would it shock me to see Curry average thirty a game? No, would not. All right. Well, we're taking Steph Curry. He fell to us at six, and we're we're just going by Yahoo's ADP right here, right now. So he's he's five point nine. He's closer to six than Carl Anthony Towns is. He's closer to six than uh, uh, Jokic is. Honestly, guys, I think um, you know as long as you're kind of looking at Harden, uh, AD, and and Luca and Towns in that top four, and you're looking at Towns and Curry and Jokic and Lillard and Giannis and uh, you know, even maybe Trey uh, in in that middle of of the uh, the first round. I guess I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come to your house and beat down your door and tell you you made a terrible pick if you take any of the guys. What you, we need to focus on and what we focus on here is what you are doing later in the round. So we have Steph Curry at pick number six. Now Tyler, we do not punt here at the Watching the Boxes podcast. You know that. You definitely know that. All you new listeners out there, uh, shout out to you. We do not punt. We ignore. And right now, Steph Curry is so damn good. He's a guard who gets good rebounds. He's, um, you know, he is a, a guard that um, is solid in steals. He's actually really not that terrible at blocks. He averaged 0.4 blocks last year. That's that's really kind of good. Kind of crazy, actually. Or two years ago, sorry. Not yet. Last year, he played five games last year. Yeah, and I don't know that the blocks are real, right? Like, he's been about on point two for his career, which, I mean, that's not nothing. Um, but blocks, we talk about this, blocks are down overall. So, you know, you can, you can find blocks. Point two from your uh, your guard, cool. 
Um, that's fantastic. He's an elite threes guy. He obviously can score, and he's really solid in assists. And now, so that and you know, we, we've been beating the drum. Do not let three rounds go by without getting assists. We have a good assist guy. We don't have an elite assist guy. So in these next two picks, I'm probably going to want to pair him with another good to better assist person. So we're, let's keep that in mind. And we are going to go to the second round. We are picking 19th, and I'm just going to read out who is available here. On the 80, based on the ADPs at Yahoo, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Andre Ayton. I'm not even going to read Donovan Mitchell or John Collins because we're not picking them. Kyrie Irving, Shea Gillis Alexander is usually available around here. Actually, in the middle of the second round in my mock draft, someone picked uh, Shea, uh, Shea Gillis Alexander because they knew that Shea was not getting back to them in the third round, and which is 100% true. Middle of the third round, SGA is not available. So uh, I'd say those are like the main ones we have. Shouldn't pick him in the middle of the second round, though. I mean, let's face it; you should not pick Shea. So that's over. Round. That's overpaying for sure. Uh, but I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna keep going. Gobert, Vujovic. Uh, I'm not sure those guys are gonna get back to us in the third round either. And picking in the middle, uh, there's always such a long time between picks. Picking in the middle. So instead of like planning out your two picks, it's kind of just like you gotta f wait and feel and see how the uh, um, the draft goes. And I in my mock draft today on twitch.tv slash watching the boxes i did take curry and i got a i ended up with a pretty good draft here uh, a much better draft than i think we we're going to be able to get just by going by the adps i mean i, I think i got chris desperzingas in like the seventh or eighth round so um wow somebody uh, was, was drinking some kool-aid there or what i don't know i think he just you know people are out and when people are out you got to be in so <laughs> i i'm leaning towards that's phrase you've ever said for the record People are out. You got to be in. That's one hundred percent true. Uh, unless it's like, well, no, I'm not going to get into that. That could get me in trouble of going what you should not be into. Um, I like two. I like two. I like two players here out of that list of players here. Oh, I like three. So let's hear your oh. two. Right. I like Jimmy Butler. I always Jimmy uh, Jimmy G buckets. He gets buckets. Um, Jimmy G buckets in if you're looking at eight categories, which we we always say ignore turnovers anyway. So uh, if you ignore turnovers, which you should be doing anyway, Jimmy Butler is 17th overall in hashtag basketball's rankings. He also is averaging about six assists a game, really good steals. His three pointers aren't good, which I think mesh meshes well with Steph Curry, whose three pointers are elite. He's not like the top, top, top tier scorer here, but, you know, there's not a lot of, like, um, you know, unless you really want to go in on Zach Levine or Bradley Beal. Um, is Bradley Beal even getting to us at this point? We, we, I think we're just missing out on Bradley Beal. So Man. I like Jimmy Butler. I like Paul George. And I like. Yeah, I actually like, uh, you know, we said don't pick Shea Gilders Alexander in the middle of the second round, but uh, I kind of like him there. Yeah, I was going to say Russell Westbrook is my third person. I just think Westbrook could give you that kind of crazy stat line that would go really well with Curry. I would actually pick Paul George here. Um, feel a little bit better, and we talk about this, this battle between him and Jimmy Butler, I think, every year in the second round. I feel a little bit better about Butler playing a few more – or about George playing a few more games. I also think he's going to give you a little more points and a little less assists, but he's going to give you those elite steals. You know, They're pretty similar in blocks. Um, Paul George is going to give you obviously more threes. And so I, I want to kind of build up that category in this sense. I, I think, you know, Curry's obviously elite. You get Paul George, he was 
he's pretty elite in that category. And then you can kind of maybe forget about that category for a little bit and go for some other stuff, which I think is going to be a little bit more readily available when we come up here in our next couple picks. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if I, um, I. I think you can find threes. I know Paul George's uh, threes are fairly. You know, four a game is a ton. Um, steals point seven. Well, Jimmy Butler gets you a, a one point eight. Uh, Paul, or Paul George's one point seven. Very very similar. Um, I. I think you can find threes a little bit later in the draft. I don't think you can find Jimmy Butler's later in the draft. Um, and so. I would lean for Jimmy Butler. I think Paul George is perfectly fine pick here. Uh, let's let's make a final decision, Tyler. Who, who do you want to go with? I'll I'll, I'll okay. divvy you in the second round since I picked Steph in the first round. You get to pick the second round. Well, okay. So let's let's just get into the question. The the big question about Jimmy Butler. Literally, since he played all eighty two games in two thousand thirteen, he played over seventy games one time. That is very true. Paul George. Since 2016, 81, 75, 79, 77, then 48 last year, he missed the beginning with that shoulder injury. I guess I just feel a little bit better about George playing and getting me a few, a little bit more stats. And, you know, that may be a little bit more in compelling in a season where we don't really know what's going to happen, right? Butler has also just come off of that fi- uh, in absolutely incredible MVP fi- uh, Finals MVP performance last season when he won the Finals MVP uh, in the reality that I live in, and uh, he might also have some extra rests at the beginning of the season. That was like literally like four weeks ago. So uh, he might have some extra. You you might be right if you're looking at games played, and that's very important to you. Um, and in a head-to-head league, that should be. Um, you you could see Jimmy sit a, a little bit because really right now Jimmy's only goal once getting once he got that taste of that uh, finals I think his only goal is to get back there so um, I will I will concede that Paul George will play more games and since this is a head to head league and not a roto league I will concede to Paul George which gives us elite elite threes we are number one in threes probably number one in points. Um, and we got some uh, top tier steals top tier uh, field uh, excuse me free throw. Um, so really, next pick here, do we want to go back into the uh, assist? So we're going to take Paul George at 19 and at 30, the middle of the third round. Who's hanging around here at 30? I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to give us both of these guys, so I'm only going to give the guy, us the guy who's sitting at th- exactly at 30 on Yahoo's ADP uh, Nikola Vujovic, who I think is going to be immediately picked by us. But I will list out the other players. Zach Levine, Pascal Siakam, Jamal Murray, Andre Drummond. Your boy Nurkic is an interesting pick here. Chris Paul, Brandon Ingram, Fred Van Fleet, De'Aaron Fox, Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday and Kyle Lowry are way down here at 42 and 45. We are picking at 43. I'm going to wager neither one of those guys. I'm going I'm to do some future thought, Tyler, and I'm going to tell you. If we don't pick guard in this round, both Drew Holiday and Kyle Lowry are not coming back to us in the fourth. I'm not going to allow you to have the perfect draft. Okay, but doesn't a guard have to come back to you? So unless everyone in this round is going to pick a guard, okay, you've got, you've got Murray, you've got Paul, you've got Van Vliet, you've got Fox, you've got D'Angelo Russell, you've got Drew Holiday, you've got Kyle Lowry. That's seven guards. I've seen it happen. 
So, I mean, everyone would have to go guard. Now, it is possible. Um, I still think you want a big man here. I still think the battle is between Nurkic and Vujovic. Both are going to give you pretty elite assists for a big man. And once I get those, I don't really feel like I'm that... Even if I don't get another point guard right away, I don't really feel like I'm that bad in assists. Because Curry's going to give you a good amount. You're talking, you get three and a half, four from either Nurkic or Vujovic, and then you get Paul George's. I'm not really feeling that bad about my assist category. Yeah, I think it's uh, perfectly fine. It's in the middle of the pack. You're not ignoring it, uh, certainly. I, I actually feel like in this particular case, uh, unless you like, were like, okay, Nurkic gets the blocks, so we're going to go with Nurk. I would be perfectly fine with going with Vujovic, um, who is going to be um, close to a 20-point score, is going to pile on the threes. So, like, we don't even have to worry about threes even further. And it's going to average 10 rebounds a game here, uh, along with giving you very elite percentages. So, I mean, Nurkic's got pretty good. Nurkic has got very similar percentages as well. So I think well, it's really a toss-up here between Nurk and Vooch. So I'm going to lean Vooch. I see. I think the reason I want Nurkic is I don't need the threes, which is which is Vujovic's big advantage here. But I could use the extra steals and blocks that I think Nurkic is going to get you. I'm. Uh, I think that's a perfectly fine way of doing it. I think I would probably lean into the threes. Uh, if I was going with, uh, if I had Butler in the last round instead of. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with that. If, it's, if you go got Butler, it's Butler Vujovic, and I think if you go George, it's George and Nurkic. So you know what? I am going to designate. We're having now. We're apparently having two separate drafts. I'm drafting Butler. You're drafting George. Um, and if so, if I, uh, I'm going to draft Vooch here, or and you are, you are going to draft Nurk, and I think those align very well. Like that, we're having two separate drafts here. Uh, so now you get two. Who do I? Whom do I thou drafts for the price of one? Either way, both of those. I think both of those teams are really, really nice right now. We have our guard, we have our wing, we have our big. Next pick is forty-three. Down here at forty-three, I told you if we didn't go with a guard we're not Drew Holiday and Kyle Lowry I'm not going to give I'm not giving us either one of those guys I'm not going to make this easy on us I'm going to say people have been listening to the podcast and they said you know what don't leave the third round without a guard without uh, without uh, assists and they did not so good job on you guys who are available at 43 according to Yahoo's ADP Jalen Brown boy Kristen Wood Mitchell Robinson DeMar DeRozan DJ McCollum, there's your there's your points uh, threes guy that I uh, I think I I'm gonna take um, my build. Gordon Hayward, Marcus Aldridge, Jonas Valanciunas, Miles Turner, Michael Porter, Chris Stapps is hanging around here. Buddy Heald, there's another guy I might take uh, to to solidify my threes and points. Tyler, I don't I don't particularly love this. This is where my plateau my first plateau starts. And unless someone falls out of those tiers, uh, picking at the first plateau is a little depressing for me. But we got we got to pick somebody. Oh, uh, so for my build, give me give me Demar Derozan. All right, gonna like get you it. the rebounds, gonna get you the assists that you need. Uh, obviously, another elite scorer, which we know those are drying up. 
Okay. DeMar DeRozan, and you got you got those elite threes already. So you you don't care that DeMar DeRozan's only taking mid-range jumpers. You do care that he's giving you 21 points and five assists. That's a that's a nice little that's a nice little thing to have. Um I I think I'm gonna lean towards this particular pick. If he uh CJ I'm gonna I never pick CJ. He's a boring, boring, boring player. Um He's kind. He's um, basically Demar Derozan, but hits threes. Is that fair? Uh, By not giving Demar Derozan enough credit, let me, let me double not, check. I'm not giving, not him giving DeMar him credit. enough credit. No, you're right. I'm not giving him enough credit because he's going to average way more rebounds and way more assists. And the McCollum's the McCollum's six. Point six blocks, though. That was a kind of nice little add-in last year. He actually did something that he really hadn't ever done. Um, yeah, I, I want the one the one steal. I want the basically... I mean, I honestly think he can get you six and six, whether he does it or not. DeRozan. I mean, that's... And there's elite percentages, too. Like, he's really just figured something out with the Spurs where he can literally shoot, like, 50% from the field and is 83 84 from the free throw line so yeah i just feel real good about having him here at this pick if all the guards are gone because again he's getting you point guard assists too like how many point guards are really getting you six assists a game this this year not that many no so just getting you know a little over five for demar is um really nice actually uh cj also you know as a guard he gets about four you know four and four demar's five and five uh since i i'm a little light Lighter on threes, I'm going to go with CJ. You're going to go with Damar. I think either one of those guys for either one of these builds is perfectly fine. Let's scoot down to our fifth pick at 54. Um, see who is available. Good Lord. Who is available? Um, Jonas Valanciunas, Hassan Whiteside, Miles Turner, but he healed. Michael Porter Jr., Seth Porzingis, Malcolm Brogdon, Clint Capella, John Wall, TJ Warren, Draymond, Robert Covington. Hmm. Robert Covington sounded a lot more interesting at this pick to me. This guy on the board, in my opinion. Lamarcus. Well, no, I'm going to say Lamarcus is off. I'd say between, for me, it's between Jonas um, Covington. Yeah. So it is between those two, I think, for me. Um, I kind of want to lean into Jonas just to get those elite rebounds. He averaged 11 a game last year. Even if he's only giving me 10, get that, get the block, get the 15 points, which is probably a little more than Covington's going to average. Um, this is one case where I might go away from Covington and take Valanciunas. Okay, I'm going to actually I'm going to lean the other way then. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Bob Covington. I think you're not, you don't find guys who who can do what Covington does past year. I know Jonas is elite um, at the, the rebound as a combo. He's like good points, good rebounds. Uh, he gets you a block. That's really nice. But, you know, Covington can get you a block. He gets you the extra steal. He's solid at rebounds. He, he's going to hit some threes. Not great at points, but we don't, you know, we can have a guy who gets, you know, 12 points a game on the team. Because uh, I, I kind of like the idea that uh, there is like a Thomas Bryant hanging around in the later rounds. Uh, Al Horford's still available. So there are some bigs. They don't get 10 rebounds a game like uh, uh, Jonas does. I don't think there's too many more 10 rebound guys hanging around down here. But 
Um, I'm going to go with Covington. I think a combo of getting Covington and uh, a kind of like a, a center like Thomas Bryant, who I'm probably going to take next, uh, who's going to be like 14 and eight. A, that combo to me is a lot more sexier than Jonas. And then someone, you're not going to find the steals that Covington gives you again, basically. Unless you're going to get Alfred Payton. Oh, I don't know, Michael. I don't know about that. All right. Well, let, we're going to have to find out. Um, Bob Cove off the board for my team. And for you, J- your boy Jonas, I like both of those guys. They're both good picks. Let's go to 67. Um, let's see. Who's available at 67? Jaron Jackson Jr., your boy, Larry Markkinen. Uh, Drew, <laughs> I almost said Andre Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins? God, I hate it. Andre him. Wiggins, dude? Andre Wiggins is my favorite player in the league. Uh, I wish there was an Andre. If you took Andre Drummond and Andrew Wiggins and combined them, they would probably be the, actually the most dominant player in the league. Um, Thomas Bryant, Kevin Love, Kobe White, Stephen Adams, Victor Ola, Oladipo. Oh, the man who gets the steals that Covington can get. There he mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. How beautiful. Victor Oladipo. And can score, right. can hit the threes, potential to be five and five. That's that's where I'm going to go with this pick. Um, that's a really nice pick. I like Oladipo here too. Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Bryant, like I said. Uh, Oladipo. And I ended up getting um, – I, I don't have that draft in front of me, but I think I ended up getting um, – a lot of really like uh, Thomas Bryant and Oladipo, and like it depends on how your draft falls. Uh, but in the, my mock draft earlier uh, today, and I, I don't know if I could pull that up. A um, draft results? Do you think that will be in here? Mock draft results? I don't know. I don't know if we can find it. I don't know if they even send it to you. I don't know how they do it. I'm not going to waste your guys' time on that. Um, but I like that. I think we're like, man, our, our team's very good at this point. Um, Steph Curry in the middle of the round, you're getting better, you know, you're just getting better players back. Um, so at this point in the draft, like we're good, we're good at steals. Like we're top tier at steals. We are great at points. We are good at uh, like, you know, top three and threes. Our rebounds have been, uh, pretty locked up. I don't think we're really ignoring anything at this point at all, really. I think we're like elite maybe top in two categories and we are like top five almost every category maybe not turnovers um you might be able to use some blocks maybe in the next two picks yeah maybe i I think i think this kind of build is it gives you a lot of freedom right now you can go with anything you don't if you want to go down in blocks a little bit like you don't need to chase it you can just try to go, okay, I'm going to be elite in this. I'm going to be elite in that. And I'm going to kind of forget about the blocks for a minute. So I think the the part of this Steph Curry build is he's so good across the board that it lets you kind of build a team that's really, really good across the board. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if we – I mean, I don't even know if I want to pick at 78 because, like, at, by the time you get to 78 – who knows who's going to be left on the board? You're going to take a flyer on somebody. I would say, you know, if uh, Al Horford's hanging around, um, Eric Bledsoe's still on the board. I, I'm, I'm not sure who's going to be on the board here at 78, um, but there's plenty of guys I think left, like Brandon Clark, that you could take a swing on and get solid. You know, you're picking at 78, and I think you can get top 75 value. 
uh, out of some of these players that, that are going to be around. So I, I'm going to say we're not even going to pick at 78 unless you really, really strongly think someone solidifies this uh, this build. But I, I think, like you're saying, we're we're sitting pretty, and we could go any direction at this point. Yeah, I mean, you can go for anybody, you know. You can go Bledsoe if you want another guard. You can go Brook Lopez if you want the blocks. You can go, you know, Al Horifer, like you mentioned. There's just so many guys here, and it's hard to say who's going to be available and, and, and all that. So I'm fine with just ending it right here. Yeah, I pick literally pick any anyone you desire at this point. And I think that's it for Who Do I Draft with Steph Curry. Guys, if you like the show, rate, review us. You can find me on Twitter at Watch the Boxes. You can find Tyler on twitter at tyler p watts tyler uh what do you got to plug you got some i heard you got a very in-depth um possibly pulitzer prize winning article about Cassie cleaver uh well i don't know about that but this is an article <laughs> i really liked um he defended Giannis in a preseason game exceptionally well and i think everyone kind of sleeps on his defense He's one of the very few players in the league that can guard both on the perimeter and in the paint really, really well. And you saw the Mavericks start him um, on Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs last year because they basically didn't have anyone else they thought that could guard Kawhi. Um, He forced Giannis into, in the span of like two minutes, just three really bad shots. Well, two really bad shots and a charge. And so you can check the videos out in the in the article, and you can see why I think he is the absolute most underrated defender in the league. I would um, I would double down on that. Maxi Cleaver is underrated. He's underrated in fantasy, not just as a defender in the NBA. Uh, I, I think I pulled him at in the hundred thirties in, in a in a recent draft, maybe in the hundred twenties. Dude's good. I mean, he's going to play in Dallas. He's going to play decent minutes, and in decent minutes, he's a top one hundred player. It's good. It's very good. So Maxi Kleber didn't. I didn't know you didn't know we were gonna get. You're gonna get an extra Maxi Kleber uh, shout out on this podcast. But anything can happen. Steph Curry, who do I draft? Podcast. Next time uh, we'll be back with more. Who do I draft? We got the preseason um, in depth on Patreon.com/slash Watching the Boxes mock draft videos at Twitch.tv/slash Watching the Boxes. We are in full swing right now. We will be back soon with another one. Thanks for joining us.